um, first time, first time caller, long time listener. Who is this? Uh, well, this is Sam Chase. I don't know who you guys are and what you're doing here, but uh, I'm just trying to hang out in this Zoom. Did you just yeah. do new podcast? Who dis? Is that what it, happens? Stephen? Yeah, new podcast. Who dis? It's uh, it's great to have Sam Chase on the uh, Mission Music podcast. This is Stefan from Balance uh, Breakfast. I'm Jason from Great Highway, and I'm Corey from Silence. No good. So smooth, lovely. Yeah, always. Uh, I mean, this isn't my first time for being on a podcast with uh, Sam, but uh, I mean, we've got two newbies here that haven't, haven't shared, share, shared the mics with him. Hi. He's kind of a mic hog, if you're wondering. I just thought I'd warn you. Sam is a uh, Russian yeah. folk artist, is what I have in my notes. Yeah, yeah. I'm a 14-piece I'm a, I'm a Balkan band. Okay. Um, that all just solo, though. Mm-hmm. I, it's, you know, I, I carry all the instruments on yeah. my back. And through a series of pulleys and levers, um, ropes and chains, I'm able to play all 14 pieces at Ooh, once. 14 pieces, one guy. Yeah, yeah. It's your... exhausting. Yeah. yeah. Check out my live streams. Yeah, he told me to meet him on this Mexican party bus, but I haven't found him or any of his uh, spandex-wearing um, band on this uh, party bus. It seems like you can't <laughs> seem to find the top of your head from time to time as well. Pop, pop off. It's that black yeah. hat. <laughs> Does it pop off? Um, uh, yeah, Sam and I have have had a few parties in his alter ego band that met on a party bus in San Francisco. Um, we, we he, Sam, you've lived many lives. Yeah, it uh, it turns out that uh, you know living in San Francisco for as long as I have, uh, San Francisco kind of tends to become different cities under our feet every 10 years and i think by proxy i've become a different person every 10 years yeah the first time i met you you were wearing a tuxedo and you were quite fancy so um i see what it's become now i don't now i haven't worn <laughs> sleeve in six months <laughs> yeah it looks good on you though don't worry it looks good on you sleeves don't belong in pandemics no especially with these arms i mean why would you want to cover up do you want to cover up the mona lisa while we're at it it's no true. Yeah, so Michelangelo's David. I, I yeah. guess I guess that is a good example, though. Your guns are about as big as the Mona Lisa. Like I hear that, like when you go visit Her. the Mona Lisa, you go, "Well, that's actually it, quite it's small." Freakishly small. Yeah, it's like, what's the big what's the big deal? And when you see yeah. my guns in person, you, it's very underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Um, I see a handful of guitars behind you. Do do they match the egos, or like, what's the deal? Well, definitely, um, th- there are different guitars for different uh, levels of ego that are involved with the character that is playing. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can see, as you can probably surmise, that one right there is called the White Whale. And uh, when, when you strap the White Whale over your shoulder um, instantaneously, you become just a, a brutal narcissist um and a sociopathic uh limelight hog that wants mm-hmm. nothing but to be the center of the stage yeah um, trump does that go well with an upright yeah, bass better looking does, uh, does, what's that does that go does that go well with an upright bass or like <laughs> you you never when when that thing is strung slung over your shoulder uh there are no other instruments on ah, stage okay even gotcha. if there are there aren't really there aren't but, yeah. but behind that this one right here is 
I, I lovingly refer to as Lil Pepsi. Yeah. And <laughs> until Lil they Pepsi change their here. logo. Yeah. Yeah. Lil Pepsi is just a, you know, it's a, a small egoed, a very humble uh, folk musician uh, mm. guitar. So when you pick that up, you just sing um, songs from the heart and, you know, deep and troubled lyrical content about, uh, you know, trying to figure out who we are in this crazy world. And that, you know, despite how different we are, we're all in this together. Can I borrow that guitar? Uh, you may not. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I may or may not be having trouble figuring out who I am in this twisted pandemic. So I was like, well, it's it's riddled with COVID nineteen. Oh yeah, okay. just chock a block stuff to the rim with COVID nineteen. Unfortunately, yeah, that makes sense. It it sits on guitars. It lasts longer on musical instruments. Everybody knows that. I thought yeah. it. I thought it was saxophones that it was like gonna sit on yeah. for the longest, like metal. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I have I have like triple COVID basically. Yeah. Like the 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 one that's like three times the regular COVID. COVID but max. Same, same yeah. gray taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna make a joke about little Pepsi being sweeter than little Coke, but I thought you know. Uh, that was my wit from five minutes ago. My my <laughs> jokes are going to be delayed. That's the that's the smog outside. The smoke going through the Bay oh, Area God. is like slowing yeah. my brain down. Yeah, the 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 smoke here in the Northwest is li- listed as being hazardous. I was like, yeah. I've had bad air days, but I've never lived in hazardous air days. Yeah, yeah, ours is very unhealthy. I think is the correct term. Mm-hmm. So. Who knew that. that during the apocalypse we'd have apps that would describe just how horrible the apocalypse is? <laughs> that kind of give us a, a rating yeah. from one to five hundred, just like, oh, well, it's you know, it's better apocalypse today than it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. we don't need clean air. What we need is more apps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. speaking of apps, I was on the Facebook app and I was looking at your top fans and I was wondering if you ever look at your top fans and be like, good, my girlfriend's still in there. Okay, good. Tyler's still in there. Like we're, the world's not that bad. I don't even know how to find top fans. Yeah, what, what is that? What Top fans? This is, that's a thing? Well, I just yeah. wanted to let you know that some of the key people in your life are still your top fans. So oh. you're doing oh, good. good. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> I haven't lost them as fans and friends yeah i think i think there were 39 or so of them so don't don't worry 39 top fans doesn't that seem like a little excessive (laughs) i mean what is it i mean shouldn't there only be like i mean usually it's like a five five or ten ten, and then everybody else is just a fan i think you're thinking of myspace that was like top eight or something well i mean it's like if you're if you're uh you know 38 you're not really a top fan are you yeah, they're, you're like, they're pretty low on the totem pole there in terms okay, of man. like fandom and your It's your, like being 38th in your class, you know. Yeah, yeah you don't get a trophy really for top. coming in they don't, 38th in the race. They don't announce that at your graduation like, you know. Yeah. I thought you got a sticker for that. You're like, yeah. my kids are Oh no, your past sticker. Yeah. My obituary will say loving father, grandfather and 38th top fan of the Sam Chase and the Untraditional. Yeah. He was, he was so proud of that. When, when did you add the the to your name? Yeah, I was going to ask that too. And, and I, is there, was it because there was a competing Sam Chase is what I want to know. Were there many Sam Chases and you had to crush them and become V1 Highlander Sam Chase? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, that Full is what it is. You get, you, 
I have, there's a great story that goes along with it, but you, but you picked it out. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm <laughs> no, no, sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just, I'm just too good at podcasting. <laughs> You're just so good. You answer all the questions for me. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, a bunch of years ago, um, I was singing these folk songs like in my room, you know, with no intention of anybody ever hearing them or anything like that. Um, and this one particular day I was sitting there and I was writing some song um, that was going to become, you know, the blockbuster summer hit that um, all my songs inevitably become. Um, but, uh, you know, at that point was uh, just something to entertain myself. And my roommate or my housemate came rushing into my room and opened up the door and he said, Sam, I'm a famous race car driver. And I said, no, you're a video game tester. I know this for a fact, and you don't have your driver's license. And he was like, no, 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 no. I just Googled myself. And as it's, there's another person with my name that's a, fa a famous race car driver. I was like, that's crazy. That's awesome. I wonder, you know, who I am, uh, you know, contem contemporary people who I am right now. And so I Googled my name. And it turns out that I am a folk singer from Boston, uh, who's about five foot eight, has dark hair, and uh, um, and uh, looks, you know, similar to uh, another Sam Chase in San Francisco. And I was like, mm. and he's, uh, you know, has released multiple albums, and and yeah. I was like, God damn it, and. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, it's like, why couldn't I be like an astronaut or something? Mm -hmm. like that? It turns out there is a Sam Chase that was uh, a Supreme Court justice. He was the only Supreme Court justice ever to be impeached. He also signed the uh, Declaration of Independence. But that doesn't wow. matter. He's been dead yeah. for a very long time. Um, yeah. So so this guy in Boston, mm -hmm. and I was like, well, I can't name myself just Sam Chase. And I, you know, I put a lot of work into this name. Uh, so I can't just pick a different name. So I was like, well, screw it. I'll put a the in front of it. Do you think and, the guy, uh, do you think the Boston guy's any good? Um, what's your, what's your assessment? Um, how far question? is your reach on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, today or in the future? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlimited. I, I guess. Okay. Unlimited. Well then, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have he, you uh, contact, have you ever like tried to contact him, you know, like yes. ping him? Yeah, well, he, he reached out to me. Oh. Um, a few years ago, and he said, well, he 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 emailed me, and he said, you know, a lot of people show up to my shows here on the East Coast expecting to see you, and people have been calling out your songs at my shows, <laughs> and it's really confusing wow. and frustrating. And you know, mm. I, is there anything that we can do to kind of make this right? Maybe you can make an announcement or something. Um, yeah. And I said, well. Yeah, I'll make an announcement. I, you know, I talk about you fairly regularly because you know people <laughs> often ask that question about the, the and yeah. um, and I and I said, well, and also I'm on, I'm going on tour and I'm going to be coming through Boston yeah. in a month, and uh, we should meet up and have a beer so that there's no mm -hmm. bad blood between Sam Chases. I'll put yeah. you on the uh -oh. guest list. I'm scared. And uh, <laughs> so the show uh, came and we went to Boston and. Uh, the motherfucker didn't show up. Oh, oh man. man! So, Jeez. Oh, fuck. screw Sam Chase. Did man. you tell him you wanted? Yeah. 10 did you tell him you wanted ten percent of every song that he played of yours uh, at his shows? Yeah, he, he's not that good. He can't. He can't get through my <sighs> songs. 
He doesn't drink enough whiskey. He doesn't drink enough whiskey. That's the problem. He probably should focus on like whiskey. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. He's got a beautiful sounding voice. You can tell that he doesn't drink as much as I do. Yeah. Um, But he's also changed his name to Sam Luke Chase since Uh, then. So uh I think he found his own solution. Yeah. Does that mean you get to remove the? Yeah. No. Well, you know, I thought about it. <laughs> I mean, there's that dead justice, though, Stefan. Were you not listening? That's true. That's true. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like all these other Sam Chases did still cross. There's so true, many Sam Chases. There yeah. are actually other Sam Chases. It seems like the bulk of Sam Chases in the United States are mm-hmm. some sort of white dude with a guitar. So would um, you say that you're you're in the top 38 Sam Chases at least? Yes, I, I'd say oh, as yeah. Sam Chases go. Yeah, top 38. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little biased. But I, I definitely say that I'm within, I'd even go the top 30. Oh, shit. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's that high honor that I bestow upon myself uh, of, of being that good of a Sam Chase. Yeah. Stefan, let's make sure to get the other 29 top 30 Sam Chases on the show in the <laughs> yeah. future. And we'll... Yeah. They, but I was wondering, like, maybe they, way uh, maybe they said no or something and, and i was the, they did yeah. we're just trying to make well it the top five we we contact every week but it's it's mostly just an automatic email at this point they don't write back yeah. <laughs> i was just yeah. wondering if if sam felt like there were so many people in this world like like if that was the problem uh i i, I appreciate the the reference to one of my songs i imagine that's what you're doing right now <laughs> that was, that was, i was trying to be subtle about it though um, I may or may not have been trying to search YouTube to find it really quick. And then I was like, the moment's falling. Mo- I'm missing the moment. I can't get it up fast enough. Do inside mm-hmm. jokes work for podcasts that are meant to uh, go out to people that aren't in on the inside jokes? <laughs> That's a good question. They all are. <laughs> Stop that thinking about must, it so hard. <laughs> that, song must not be, yeah, that song must not be named. There are so many people in this world because that's what I was searching for and it just wasn't coming up fast enough. No, it's called Everyone is Crazy But Me. Uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Way to be a fan, Stefan. Good job. <laughs> yeah. the song titles. I, none of my, none of my um, <laughs> devices uh, tell me song titles. I just go, oh, that's Sam Chase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> all. I do have a good story for you, though, Sam. What's up? So uh, I may or may not have texted you this, so you may or, or may not already know if you read my text messages, but I was riding in a car with a friend up here in Portland, and we're going down the road just like cruising, 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 and um, you come on the radio, and I, and I look at him and I go, is this, is this the Sam Chase? And he goes, no, no, it's not, it's not the Sam Chase. And, I go, and I'm listening, and I go, sure sounds like the Sam Chase. And he goes, no, 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 it's not. Let me show you who it is. And then it's, it's you. And I'm like, oh, I know him. And he's like, no, you, no, you don't. This guy, this guy's a big deal. This guy, like, I, I heard him on something. I downloaded a whole bunch of his stuff. He's like really, really good. So now nah, you don't know him. And I was like, no, no, I do. And then I texted you and he didn't text back. So I, he doesn't believe me. That's crazy. But yeah. Who, who is this dude? Yeah. Um, Top 38. His name yeah, is Sam Chase. Yeah, <laughs> his yeah. name is Sam Chase, number two. Ironically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big He's fan. Like, oh, I thought you were talking about Sam Luke Chase, because that yeah. guy's a real big <laughs> deal. That guy's yeah. big. Now, he that guy's is awesome. a singer. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. He's got a beautiful voice. SLC, man. That guy's the, yeah. that guy's the shit. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The... Um, uh, you know, it's just one of those jerk friends you hang out with ever since high school, and and they think they know everything, but... Yeah, whatever. That's that's all I got, man. I'm familiar with those friends. I think we're all familiar with those friends. 
yeah you know, those friends i might be that friend to some other yeah. friends the bit, uh, why not the um the i can think i think like some of your top 39 friends or 38 friends um probably have been following you for a little while yeah do you, i don't even know how that works is, <laughs> is that like uh like how, well, how do you get the coveted title of 38th top friend you everybody's know, like, vying for it do you like things know. and comment on things is that how that works is it like an algorithm yep. thing mm-hmm this I is yeah and then, and then they have to accept to they actually have to accept it though really yeah they actually have to accept um they have to they, they have to accept being your top fan huh. um oh. yeah i don't appreciate facebook just divvying out this coveted prize <laughs> behind my back yeah you should have to say it's true <laughs> yeah i hate that guy that guy's all right yeah. yeah yeah maybe you can go in there and kind of weed it out you know well <laughs> like i feel like you. i mean you know the, facebook can't tell what some of these people may be doing in the real world you know it's like do you really want like your stalker to have like top fan status and i mean what what do you get for being a top fan do you get like uh anything in particular like uh my my phone number or like, are you, uh, are you sharing that publicly? Because I guess that would decide that answer. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I don't know even if I'm doing that. We, we were gonna play. We were gonna play. Um, let me scoot this down so you can see it. We were gonna play this one. What do you want to say about that one? Oh, look at this. This is a song that I wrote with Jules and Delicato, uh, based off of an old, uh, an oldie but a goodie. Um, and uh, we made it a little bit more contemporary for this day and age. Um, and it's called Mamas Don't Let Your Cowboys Grow Up to Be Racist. Cowboys ain't easy to love and they're harder to hold. They'd rather give you Star belt buckles and old faded Levi's And each night begins a new day If you don't understand him and he don't die young He'll probably just ride away Mamas, don't let your cowboys grow up to be racist Twitter fights that drive us all nuts Let them be doctors and lawyers and such Mamas, don't let your cowboys grow up to be racist It's always their goal to find someone to troll Even with someone they love Boys like smoky old cool rooms and clear mountain mornings. Little warm puppies and children and girls of the night. Them that don't know him won't like him, and them that do sometimes won't know how to take him. He ain't wrong, he's just different. His pride won't let him. Things to make you 
boys grow up to be racist Don't let their white privilege keep them out of touch Let them be civil rights allies and such Mamas, don't let your cowboys grow up to be racist Bind up all the tiki torches Working in police forces They're not really someone to love Oh, mamas, don't let your cowboys grow up to be racist let them use the First Amendment as a crutch. Let them understand the complicated responsibility that society holds in order to maintain a just and free society for all and not use that sacred amendment for their own drama and arguments whenever they are slightly inconvenienced. Good points. My turn. Oh, mamas, don't let your cowboys grow up to be racist. Because power structures make it easy for cis white men to stay in power. It is difficult for them to see that the superiority is not inherent or owned to them and that to give power to others does not show their weakness. Those are lessons learned from those we first love and depend on. Hate is a learned skill just like love. The ideas of love, empathy, compassion, and that our differences are what unites us and needs to be ingrained in us at a very young age. And I ask that all you mamas out there try to teach your little cowboys, because we need more love and less hate in this crazy world, because someday you might be on the receiving end of the hatred ingrained in a young cowboy all grown up. They might lash out. Even as someone they love. Um, uh, I do have a question, though, in the realm of live music. Uh, every Friday, yeah? For the live streams? Uh, it was sort of a question with a setup. It was like, so speaking of live. So what, do you, what do you do on Friday afternoons? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. Your top 38 yeah. fans want to know. They want to stalk you. Yeah. yeah. They want to find out where you are on Friday. Well, on Friday afternoons around 3 p.m., I'm sitting in this very chair with this very camera pointing down on this very face, um, singing songs on Facebook. A few more uh, tickers, do, though. Do, There's we, like a ticker across the top and a ticker across the bottom. You may have gotten really good at um, re uh, like using the OBS or something. I, yeah, I had a lot of time to figure it out. Um, so pretty much when this whole lockdown started, I, I, every show that I had um, was canceled or postponed. Um, uh, I had a year, two European tours that were canceled. Um, my whole summer was full of festivals, which were all canceled. Um, and so I knew that the only way for me to still exist um, is, is to jump into the live stream world. So I immediately jumped into it. And over the course of the last six months, uh, I've learned more and more on how to do it properly, how to sound really good. Um, uh, my sleeves uh, eventually went away and yeah. I only wear tank tops. Um, and I found a way to disguise the fact that I'm wearing like dad cargo shorts, mm. um, and tennis shoes. That's uh, something you can sense though. I sensed it. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I, that's something I got to work on. Yeah. yeah. I was like, there's some, like there's either boxer energy down there or cargo, cargo shorts. And I can't decide right this. Second. I just thought there was no, I thought it was nude. Honestly, I was going <laughs> nude from the waist down. The feeling hoping. that I'm trying to go for is like tight leather pants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've it's ever seen your you voice. in those. Though. Mm. <laughs> it's spandex in his voice, though. <laughs> yeah, it's lycra. It, you know, it's I can't afford it's leather. You know, it doesn't breathe very well. Yeah. So for live streaming, you've been doing it for six months. What have you learned over the six months? 
Well, I've learned that there's a shelf life for live streaming in terms of hmm. audience. Um, you know, I've been able to maintain like a solid 50 or 60 folks per week. Okay. Um, of like people that listen throughout the entire show. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my, my audience viewership has gone down considerably. Uh, but, uh, you know, over that time, I've, you know, uh, bought new gear. Like, you know, I have this microphone set up on this mic stand that goes into the table. I got my computer screen over here, and then I have another big screen so I can pull up lyrics and other things. I've got a DSLR camera up here with a capture card plugged in and I've routed everything through my interface so that I can have stuff like uh, like this reverb right here. That's pretty. Love that reverb. Ah, uh, yeah. So, you know, people, people you can't tell this, but um, these ceilings are, are 40 feet high. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to lower the ceiling real quick. Yeah. Go. So what you're saying the is... The ceiling is lowered now. Yeah. So what you're saying is when this pandemic ends, we should do our podcast from your uh, living room. Yeah, we've got room. Okay, Tons cool. I'll see room. you then. Yeah, I'll see you then. Sounds great. Yeah. Um, you have to move some scooters, move some motorcycles, um, move some film gear, and yeah, then yeah. we can be four in a room. Well, I have no more motorcycles. Did, no more, no more did scooters, your mom make no you get rid of them, or what happened there? No, I got in a horrible motorcycle accident and broke wow. my foot in Columbia. Remember that? Yes. A few years ago, and then uh, ended up having surgery on it, and the surgery was a bust and stuff. So I haven't even gotten on a motorcycle i think maybe i've gotten on a two-wheeled thing with a motor like once since then it's just Are like you okay now no nah, well yeah i'm fine it's but just yeah. uh one tiny part of my body is beyond repair mm -hmm. and uh which is you know it's the furthest appendage away from my heart and my brain and so it's kind of the furthest appendage away from any worry or care uh, so you, so you have no, to stop playing guitar with your feet? Is that what you're saying? Like, n like, yeah, no more well, behind I, the back. Like. Well, I'm, I'm certainly not doing, you know, any like high kick jumps anytime soon, if ever again, you know, but I, I don't think that my reputation was one about, um, you know, uh, super high uh, jump kicks off of high places. So from what I've seen, it's usually about getting on the shoulders of one of your friends and like having them walk you around the walk you around the 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 audience is that is my end well see that's that's not a thing anymore either i've gotten way too fat to go on anybody's shoulders mm -hmm. over the years and so okay. that that part of my reputation also doesn't exist anymore maybe Getting you need bigger bars and soloing down yeah. you know the bar kicking glasses off the bar man i hope all the ladies are listening right now because they're, yeah. yeah. like, they're gonna be wetting their pantaloons We've established that my arms are not as impressive in person. <laughs> I'm fat and I can't walk good. <laughs> and you don't wear pants. And, and I yeah. don't. Yeah, and I'm not wearing anything cool. Got a got a bum leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ladies. <laughs> I mean, again, I would say I would say he's got the perfect lady. He doesn't have to worry. She's a rock star as well, and everything is good. Yeah, that's true. And uh, and all of her appendages work properly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so. <laughs> so you should probably teach her some of your tricks so that that way she can keep the legend going. It's like, so here's what we do at this part. You climb on someone's shoulder and they carry you around the audience. It goes over really well. She doesn't have any room for any more tricks. Her, okay. her bag is full of tricks. 
Nice. You know, but they're, they're definitely her own tricks um, that if, you know, if I taught her any of mine, she'd be like, I've got plenty. Should we give her a shout out? Does she have to get her own podcast? I could call her in the room. No, I mean, like, just yeah. call out, like, special guest. Check out, check out the oh, music. Yeah. The... yeah, Kiki the Cat is, is her uh, musical name. So you could Facebook Kiki the Cat. She's got some pretty kick-ass music videos and stuff. Nice. I felt like she, she might like be like, you spend like 10 minutes talking about me and then you didn't even mention the music. That's a good point. That's, yeah. a, that's a, you know, that's why you're the host. You're the one that, you know, moves this conversation forward. No, I usually take us on <laughs> tangents and Jason brings it back in. So moves this conversation forward. You know? <laughs> Jason's been uh, pretty quiet uh, for uh, the So last polite. <laughs> Is there anything we should move forward to, Jason? I think we should play some jams personally longer than the do it. Yeah, longer than the Ah, that's a good podcast host <laughs> yeah. right there, pushing things Woo. forward. Also, I don't think we've ever asked you like any fundamental <laughs> questions like who are you? I not that one. Okay. I think there's another one in here you might have wanted. Um wait, do you want which which of your songs do you want? Let's do uh, what is all the rage? Yeah, we haven't established just like who I am. Yeah, at please. All other than where do you uh, come from? I yeah. usually try, but as soon as Stefan said you guys were like best pals, I was like, he's not. He's not gonna <laughs> let this. This is not gonna be a normal episode. He's not. He's not gonna let us conduct an interview. <laughs> I already know everything. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, what is this podcast really about? <laughs> It's about yeah. it's about bros just hanging out, yeah, having a good time, good talking time. to microphones. I'm having fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how would you set up this song? I would say that this is a song off of our 2016 album, uh, "Great White Noise." However, um, we uh, all got to, uh, you know this uh, this uh, global pandemic befell us, uh, befell us, befelled, befall, yeah. befell, befell. Um, was bestowed upon us yeah, um, back in March. And so we tweaked. haven't, you know, had any band practices or been able to even meet up in person. So we decided to start making videos. So we recorded all these parts separately in our own homes and uh, we edited all the audio and the video together and uh, recreated one of our big hits from 2016. The song is called, What is All the Rage? Everyone keeps ragging on the state of what we've all become. We've seen it all coming from the brink. The waterline is rising, though none of it is falling. There's plenty to drown, but not enough to drink. Yet we're more worried about our waistlines, our bank accounts and hairlines, while we pour our future down the sink. We sit by and watch it from the internet. We blame it on the government, but does anyone really know just what to think? But what I've seen is the power of a people who can change. Someone who can just simply explain What is all the rage? 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 Voices quantized, simplified, organic matter digitized, so no longer needed 
its rocker and the marching drum is off its mark and music has become so out of sync cause now that Hendrix is a microchip nothing more than a right click anyone can be through the machine so where's the dedication to the art of imperfection that could wash all of our good intentions clean but what I've heard Possible, I already knew that song. Well, are you one of my 38 top fans on Facebook? Yeah, I talked to uh, yeah, I got to talk to Kiki and Tyler to figure out how to get on that list. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I think to get on that list, one of the 38 has to die. Uh, sweet, I'm into this battle royale. Yeah, uh, I'm not necessarily <laughs> in the right location because the air here is hazardous, so I might die before I get there. But I'm ready to battle. Okay, great. I'll leave that up to you, you guys, and and Facebook, because I didn't even know that top fans existed yeah. until about twenty minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And we were gonna play. Let's see, um, this one. Oh yeah, our uh, basically our uh, you know our our most popular uh, song for live shows, um, one that we saved for the end, so that uh, and one that is often accompanied by. A, uh, a fan uh, carrying a tray of shots for every band member um, and uh, it's, a, it's a song called Rock Bottoms Never oh, Felt two, So Good three, four. Oh, We've all got our problems We all have pockets to fill we 
Based okay. on an earlier question, um, wait, who's Sam Chase? The wait, which <laughs> the one that's on our podcast, not okay, one of those okay. other those other assholes. This one, yeah, yeah, totally. I, I don't want to know, know about them. This the Sam Chase. It's a great question. Um, I'm Sam Chase. I'm a musician from San Francisco. Uh, I've known Stefan for probably 15 years. So. How did you first meet? What was your first meeting? I was wearing a tuxedo because uh-huh. I had just oh, come yes. from like a fancy uh, dinner uh, that was my, my dad is a part of this kind of like men's club, you know, uh, where it's a bunch of old, you know, rich uh, Republican guys and my dad for some reason, like get together like hundreds of them in a big room, like a hotel and then they like eat meat and then the mayor gets up and talks and stuff. It's the weirdest thing, but there's an open bar um, and you gotta wear a tuxedo. So I, I enjoy wearing a tuxedo around open bars. And so my dad's been going for like 40 years and, uh, and uh, he started bringing me along because he had no friends in the group <laughs> and, uh, and we would have great fun. Um, you know, wear tuxes and, and get sloshed on martinis. And then, uh, and then I go out into San Francisco and uh, wear my tuxedo and meet people. 
much like the night that I met Stefan. Yeah. After, you know, eating like a, a, a nice big juicy steak and drinking a lot of martinis, I went to, to a friend's house and, and there he was. And I, I don't think I remember exactly what he said um, to me. Um, I probably said, how's Bruce Wayne? Um, did the filming of Batman go well? Something to that extent. And he, he, he was probably something along the lines of like, oh, hey, Batman. Yeah. I'm like, who's Batman? I'm Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, and then I was like, we can be friends. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it was it was pretty. I liked his uh, sardonic uh, wit, and um, and then we just kind of like fell into this similar circles. Given the fact that I was a musician, and uh, he was an avid fan of music, I believe mm-hmm. SF Intercom was around around that time. That's true. Um, it may so- also be because San Francisco is only seven miles by seven miles. And if you're into music, like you can't get away from other people. So it's like, we might've been stuck with each other. So we just decided to accept it. Yeah. And it was easy to accept. Yeah. Um, and at that time I was, I was playing in a lot of punk rock bands and I was also playing in this band um, that I think Stefan probably considers to be um, my, uh, my, my, my greatest uh, accomplishment, which was the eighties, uh, hair metal parody band called Live Evil, hmm. and uh, Live Evil uh, played a, like kind of '80s hair metal, um, but only the songs that were written by our friend uh, when he was 14 years old, and uh, wanted to be like the next Motley Crue, and wanted to uh, you know have all the you know sing about the same things that Motley Crue sang about but only having like the mind of a 14 year old who, um, you know, was a decade at least away from losing his own virginity and had no friends, especially ones of the opposite sex. Um, and so the songs are awful and, but they're hilarious. And so we, we only wrote music to those lyrics and he would sing them and he was never particularly a good singer either. But um, as a front man, I think he was unrivaled. And well, so we, given the fact that the music wasn't that great, we had to do other things in order to maintain our fan base. And so one of the things that we would do is we started this event every year called Walk Out to Rock Out. And Walk Out to Rock Out took place in the Mexican party bus in San Francisco. Like this. Um, from 9 a.m. or 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. On a, on a Wednesday in July. And we would drive up and down the uh, financial district of San Francisco and try and get people to walk out of work to rock Mm. out with us on the party bus. Um, And we packed it full of beer and we had documentary crews following us. And we had like a special line that you could call if you wanted to call us and have us like come and pick you up. We went into the ACLU and threw people over our shoulders and, you know, ran out. People quit their jobs and came whole companies like would shut down for the day and try and find the bus and get on the bus and people would just get black out wasted over the course of the day. We broke into one of the the major theaters on market street and like went up on the stage and just like hung out on the stage, drinking whiskey and beers and having a good old time. And I don't think that they ever found out. We, you know, till just now we just broke that story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say which theater, but uh, and then at the end of the day, we would, I think we would, I don't remember because I was always black and drunk, yeah. play a show at a venue. Like we play at the makeout room 
Um, and I only remember playing one of the shows and we did four or, or five walkout to rockouts. I remember one on 11th street at probably a venue that doesn't exist anymore. Like, uh, one of those ones across the street from DNA that always changes and you don't know the name. Oh, of. fat city. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. called fat city. Um, well, so yeah, I would say, I, I was just gonna say that that's definitely not like what I consider like your biggest moment, but that is the times that I've got to party with you the most. And I remember them because for some reason I choose to stop drinking before blacking out. But, um, uh, in, in the realm of the Sam Chase, I would say probably seeing you on the Harley Strictly Bluegrass stage was pretty, pretty epic. Very cool. Yeah, being able to play Harley Strictly Bluegrass was definitely a highlight considering the fact that it's one of my favorite festivals to attend as a spectator. Um, and, you know, for years looking at those stages and, and having that, you know, that dream that all of us musicians have, which is like that one day. That's going to be me up on that stage. And uh, I got to experience it twice. And it mm -hmm. was awesome. Um, and, you know, Outside Lands, too, was another one that was pretty exciting. That one's not so bad there. either. Not so bad. Yeah. I never attended Outside Lands as a spectator, though. It's too expensive. Uh, most yes. musicians can't afford to uh, be spectators at Outside Lands. But, uh, you know, but was, you know, as a musician, they take it, it makes sense that the festival is expensive to attend because they take such good care of the musicians. How like, so? Oh, man, going backstage at Outside Lands is incredible. So we played like the first day, super early time slot. You know, it was well attended, but it was definitely like, you know, we're the lowest rung of the totem pole in this in this, you know, festival here. And uh, so we were off the clock like we had little, you know, other appearances that we made throughout the weekend. But, you know, we were pretty much off the clock, you know, like early on on Friday and we had three day all access passes for the rest of the weekend. And so we went to the main stage uh, backstage and they had a giant full on open bar. You could drink in like top shelf booze. And I was like, you know, standing next to the drummer of the black keys, like waiting to get like top shelf whiskey at 2 PM on a, uh, you know, on, on, on that Saturday. And uh, you know, sitting down on like the tiered like you know the 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 bar seating you know watching elton john with the black keys you know <laughs> it was so sick and i'm like he, nobody has any idea that i am nobody <laughs> we went backstage and they had a bunch of finger sandwiches sitting out that were brought out for somebody and so we started eating the finger sandwiches thinking that they were for us and then Lars Ulrich from Metallica comes back there and sees us eating his finger sandwiches. Oh, no. He was <laughs> such a dick about it. He was rad. <laughs> I think I might have the only Lars Ulrich story that doesn't involve him being a dick. No, it was awesome. <laughs> I'm backstage at Outside Lands. I must yeah. be important. Mm. You know, so he's like, yeah, Apple, yeah. Apple. Sure, you, you must be important. I'm just the drummer of Metallica. <laughs> you know, it's like, and you know, there's all those booths that are set up that, you know, are selling like high-end wares and things. And uh, uh, so many of the booths, because you're a performer, give you stuff for free. And, you know, I love you Cut the sleeves off of all of them. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. We you nice. know we got to do the uh, jam in the van because uh, jam in the van was there. So we got to do like a whole series of jam in the van, uh, mm. the Lagunitas uh, video series. Um, I don't know. It was just it was awesome. It was really cool to kind of be you know treated like the upper echelon of rock stars. You know because that's not something that we're usually uh, you know that we usually get. Like I'm I'm usually over the moon if I'm on tour and somebody has a guest bedroom that I can crash at, you know, it's like, it's, it's not, uh, it's not like that um, every day for the Sam Chase and the untraditional. And a, and a bucket of cold beers. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. A bucket of, a bucket of warm beers in the green room that smells like, you know, smoke and, you know, bong water and old beer already filled on the floor. You know, it's, it's, it's good to be treated like, you know, royalty every now and then to know, you know, to know how the, uh, the, the other side lives. I think I it think, would be great to treat Metallica like that sometimes. Yeah. Just like have them try, sit in a whole green room that smells like beer and bong water. I think you're mixing up the, the smell of the microphone to the smell of the bucket of beers. I thought it was the microphone that smelled like bong water and like, and Corona. I mean, COVID. you know, not every not every green room is the same, but usually the reason why the microphones smell that way is due to the activities that happened in the green room. So uh, drinking know, warm beer. What, what kind of activities? Oh, all sorts of activities that we don't participate in. These I'm chasing the untraditional because we're working professionals. Yeah. Yes, yes. You're a good Christian band, so you don't do such things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're a good God-fearing band. You sound more traditional than I uh, than I thought. You know what's funny is that there's also a the Sam Chase band, so that's why we don't go by the Sam Chase band either. It's the Sam Chase and the untraditional, or just, just the Sam Chase. I just the really Sam want to meet all these guys. I don't know. We're gonna get them all on. The Sam Chase band is a Christian rock band from Indiana. This is true, and. I'm just like, why couldn't why couldn't I have a more dynamic, interesting name? I love my name. It's a verb. It's fun, but uh, you know, the it's so often confused with uh, these people that aren't like me at all. I actually thought it was this. I just assumed it was a stage name because it's such such like a rock star name, you know? No, it's on my driver's license. The Sam Chase. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, yeah, people people do often ask me if it's a, a real name. I mean, it was changed when my family came over here from the Ukraine, but uh, oh, yeah. that's uh, you know the whitewashing of uh, immigrants right. coming to this country is nothing new. Oh, um, that got that got political there for a second there. Yeah, so we there. we talked about nothing for fifty five minutes. Um, <laughs> do you do you want to add anything in that you think might be important for listeners to know about you? Well, let's see. We've talked about every other Sam Chase that's ever existed and yeah. gotten their life story. Yeah. Um, but I think in the in the last five minutes of what I can offer, um, uh, I I am now a, a folk musician uh, with a trap with a with a band of seven other folks called the Untraditional. We go by the Sam Chase and the Untraditional. Um, before COVID hit. We were playing all over the country. We were going to head to Europe. We had all these big plans and goals and festivals of the summer. And then it hit, and I've barely seen my band since then. I haven't even mm. trimmed my beard in six months because um, I, I wanted to see if I could grow a good beard. 
and it turns out I can't. Um, I haven't worn sleeves or jeans in six months, and I've only played uh, a show with the band once, and that was a live stream for Burning Man, which just happened. Um, you could just tell people that you've been trimming your cheeks. There's like, no, no, I intentionally trim my cheeks so that the beard doesn't get up there as I like it down low. The only thing I trim is this because I hate uh, hair in my mouth when I'm eating. However, the cheeks, they just don't grow hair. So it looks like, yeah. like it just looks like, like I have a short beard if I go like this. I thought you had chest hair. I was like, oh, it looks like Sam's grown some chest hair because the rest of the beard just kind of covers your <laughs> chest. Well, I haven't shaved my chest in six months either. <laughs> <laughs> but lucky for me, I don't have much hair that grows there. I'm like when- the only, like... Uh, I'm like the the only hairless Eastern European derived uh, human being on this, this planet. Is the goddamn sexiest episode of this podcast <laughs> we've ever done. It's been nothing but me putting myself down for an entire <laughs> yeah, hour. So you'll come back again uh, next year. Well, I feel like yeah. I have to come back yeah. because people still have no fucking idea who I am. <laughs> so if we were going to play this one, but we first wanted to sign off with knowing how we can find you on social media how would we do that well first you can uh go to www.thesamchase.com that's my website and it has all of the social media ways of reaching out to me um and email that you can reach out to as well as all social media stuff is right there uh or you could uh, go onto facebook and go to the sam chase and the untraditional and you can hopefully I don't know what you have to do, but uh, become one of the 38 top fans of, uh, yeah. of my Facebook page. Like and subscribe if you've liked uh, the show. <laughs> um, look for Sam Chase. <laughs> the, the Sam Chase. Uh, oh. This has been Mission Music. Has it? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't even know if I should say my social media is... Just, uh, Hey, Stefan Aronson on all the social medias. What about you guys? This is where I can unfollow you. Yeah, yeah. If you'd like to unfollow us, uh, if you'd like to unsubscribe, click the button below. <laughs> yeah. To make sure you never hear anything like this again. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Um, what a shit it? show. All right, guys. <laughs> I got a hard out right now, but this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and if you do want to have me back, I, I mean, I'm down to just come and hang it's, it it's was cool it was a it was a fun hang can you send else. us some videos that we won't watch again yeah yeah oh sure. yeah so i'll send you hard copies of all those videos like dropbox links for next time. shows for next show that we won't watch yes yes okay, yeah. cool. i won't even be there yeah okay um, so okay <laughs> great i gotta go but uh thanks guys thanks for having me this has been the Mission Music Podcast. If you like what you heard, um, please give us a subscribe. We've had a great show. We've had fun. Uh, my social media links, balance breakfast, balance breakfast with no vowels. <laughs> balance breakfast with no vowels. That's how it sounds. It's B-L-N-C-D-B-R-K-F-S-T. Balance breakfast. Yeah. And Jason, what's yours? I'm Jason. I'm from Great Highway. Just find it's facebook.com slash take Great Highway or Instagram Great Highway. And I am Silence No Good. And you can find me at Silence No Good. It's been another great podcast with Sam Chase, the Sam Chase.
always done It wasn't for the benefit of anyone I never thought my final victim would be the man Who made me the monster that I've always been So I always pointed the way I never shoveled the coal Never taking orders Always made my own The life I lived prepared me for the deal I never wanted to use Mama loved me way too little And left me far too soon I never really thought that I'd ever see them again But it's a family reunion on the devil's chair Whoa, whoa, whoa Oh, I take my rifle place on the devil's throne Whoa, whoa, whoa Oh, I take my rifle place on the devil's throne Oh, And I know now that this what I was born to be I was the man that got to carry the devil's bone